Let's spread a song so you can sing along with my special guest star too. For two, you like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host Jen, and with me today, I'm with two very special guests. One is the best friend of the pod, and the other one is her sister and newbie to the pod. It's Lauren Gismondi and Gabby Gismondi, everyone. Woo! Hello, hello, hello! Hi! Hi! Thank you both for agreeing to <laughs> do this. What I am calling the Mr. Hankyathon. Why is it called Mr. Hankyathon? Because we're talking about two different episodes from South Park. First of all, to anyone that's listening, don't tell my mom that I watch South Park. Please do not tell her. She still <laughs> thinks I don't watch it. Now that we're clear with that, um, we're here today to talk about, like I said, two episodes. The first is Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo, which was season one, episode nine. Written by Trey Parker, music and lyrics by Trey Parker for the most part. Uh, directed by Matt Stone and Trey Parker, first premiered on December 17th, 1997. And according to IMDb, the town is forced to remove everything that either has anything to do with Christmas or is offensive in the least bit to anyone. And Kyle tries to convince everyone of the existence of Mr. Henke the Christmas Pooh. That's great and everything, but we're also talking about uh, season three, episode 15, Mr. Hanky Christmas Classics, which was also written by Trey Parker, music and lyrics by Trey Parker and Mark Shaman, for the most part, <laughs> directed by Trey Parker, premiered December 1st, 1999. And according to IMDb, Mr. Hanky hosts a collection of Christmas songs sung by South Park characters. Now, you listener might be wondering why these two episodes well because mr hanky christmas classics there isn't like a story it's just all vignettes so as much as like that's the, what the album is that we all of a certain age know and love <laughs> i wanted I wanted to include Mr. Hankey's first appearance, or I think this is first appearance. I'm not 100% sure. It is. It, it is. is. We're both avid fans here. I mean, maybe me more than Gabby. I don't really know. I don't know about that. <laughs> we're pretty, we're, we're, yeah, so the, the fandom here is pretty intense. Yeah, um, this this first season is the, fir is the first time we get to uh, interact and meet Mr. Hankey. The existence of Mr. Hankey. Well, this is also their first musical that they've mm -hmm. done because they were also a little trepidatious because musicals were not really a thing when it came to like tv shows and everything but also this is the first episode for father Maxie and mr mackey <laughs> <laughs> if you if if you're avid fans um so why are we doing this? It's because Lauren loves South Park. And Lauren told me stories about Gabby listening to the Christmas album. <laughs> and your whole family loves it, too, to oh. some degree. <laughs> if I'm remembering stories right. Well, the story about the album is that my dad bought it for my mom. I want to say about 
I don't know, six years ago. And she was just, believe it or not, she was just not happy about the album because of some of the offensive Christmas songs that are included, which is part of the Mr. Hanky's uh, vignette um, mm-hmm. song. So I inherited the CD and that's my always the first thing that I listen to of the Christmas season. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Hey, we have our own holiday traditions. That's mine. <laughs> uh, so we've, uh, I mean, it's been a minute since I've watched South Park. And watching the episode Mr. Hanky Christmas, the Christmas poo, I was just like, this is, wow. I forgot that they went this hard in season one. They, I think Comedy Central was still kind of an up and coming network. And so I don't want to say the stakes were low, but the stakes were not terror as high as they have been in like the last 10 years, let's say. Mm. Yes, where they're making comments. Well, so the Wikipedia page for this episode is (laughs) amazing. (laughs) Well, good. Because there's a whole section called cultural impact and references. And like, this has been written about by like scholars. Mm. They talk about how like they uh, they're also they're parodying a lot of things. Obviously, they're parodying Charlie Brown Christmas, which is clear through throughout the whole thing. But also, mm-hmm. they're like parodying the whole holiday special of it all, where like Kenny doesn't die. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. them making fun of it, being like, oh, let's throw him a bone and be nice. <laughs> well, because at that point, I think he had he had been killed in every single episode before that. So the previous eight, right? Mm-hmm. And, and even at the very end, they're, they're all looking around going, something doesn't feel right. And it yes. just, just sort of sit there with that. And yeah, and then he, even though he gets put through some very uh, perilous things in this episode. Like very he, perilous. Yes, yes, yes. So he should die. It should, this if, if it was going to happen, it should have happened, but it didn't. There's, so. there's- several moments where you're like on the the toe is just about to cross over the line like oh no sorry (laughs) but also this episode i think is them i i don't know if i can be bold and say this statement but i'm going to i think this is their first time really attacking pc culture (laughs) politically correct and everything and like the layers of the pc culture because they yeah. start with, we're just going to take away, okay, the, the separation of church and state. And then it, it kind of devolves from there mm-hmm. to where right. we get Philip Glass. To where we get Philip, Philip Glass. Glass <laughs> minimalistic play of Philip Glass. <laughs> Gabby is, an, is a string player, so she's pro- probably a little more familiar with Philip Glass than I am. But it's, oh. it's like, a little, very little. It was more like in, in Newfield, they introduced at the high school, they introduced us to Philip Glass's music, which was, again. So was this, was, <laughs> was yes song very spot on? Yes. Yes. I read that Matt and Trey hate him. That's why they put him in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... I was just so entertained. I forgot to write anything down <laughs> for either of these episodes. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want me to start then? Will that help? You, yes. Or... 
Gabby and I already kind of talked about this um, over the phone, I think a few days ago, um, where we brought up the point of like, Kyle's mom is a bitch. Like that's, and that song, I mean, that was the tune that was rattling around in my brain kind of incessantly at the age of 14. Like just walking through the at the high school, kind of like singing it to myself, trying not to get in trouble because I'm like, ooh, it's a bad word. Can't say the bad word. And not knowing at the time, you know, that it was part of this episode. And, I'm, and I also like um, how this episode kind of sets the path for some of these characters for how they yes. are, how they cha- how they're going to evolve over the course of the series. Um, mm-hmm. My, the biggest example of which I think is Mr. Garrison. Yes. I was reading when, about that too. Yes. Yes. How he become I'm like, and when he became pre- number for the 45th president, <laughs> who he, who shall not be named and watching the episode now where he's like saying all of these awful things, all of these, I mean, he just, all, just because it's what he's thinking. He just says, it um watch the episode i'm not gonna repeat some of it um yeah but Mm. then all of a sudden you know he gets elected president (laughs) you know 18 seasons later jesus christ i don't think they could have but my point is like i don't think they could have predicted that but like watching it with my you know 30 something eyes now (laughs) is very enlightening maybe a little scary too and funny Mm-hmm. There's definitely some dark, twisted humor to be touched on there. Right, because basically, like, even today we're still fighting with religions and what we can do in public schools and what we can't do in public yes, schools and blah, yes. blah, blah. So, like, this is... They weren't wrong. They may have <laughs> they may have presented it in an offbeat way, but, like... Mm-hmm. Well, like, let's talk about the song that Mr. Garrison sings to the whole class in the vignettes. Here, oh, yes. Break down, <laughs> where it breaks down religion all over the world. And I will not repeat the lyrics of that song either. Just go out and listen to it yourself. And yeah, like I said, there's that breakdown as okay. well. Like, try and understand culture. So interesting you brought up Merry Fucking Christmas because yeah. I was listening to it and both of you have musical ears. So... <laughs> Is that the tune of Kyle's mom's a bitch? Yes. Okay. Specific- that's I actually, that's what I, I picked up on that actually this week when I rewatched that episode, oddly enough. So. And like they, it's weird because Kyle's mom's a bitch premieres first in Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh, and then they expand on it in the movie. But I feel like they also used the influences of Merry Fucking Christmas for the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they bring in all those other languages in the yes. movie. Yes. Yeah. All the other oh children. All the other children. Um, <laughs> and and so, like, what's so great about both of these is that they're chock full of songs. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, like, I know they said that this was their first, um, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh was their first attempt at a musical, but like, they just went for it. They weren't like, let's do like three songs and call it a day. <laughs> I think this might have been their second or third. I mean, technically, if we're talking about like Matt, uh, sorry, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they wrote, I think, two musicals prior to this. Musical episodes? Not episodes, but like musicals, period. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, this is their first ah, musical okay. episode for South Park. Right, right. No, that's true. That's true. I was like, what about, are we going to talk about Cannibal and Orgasmo, the musical? We're going to talk about either of those? No? Okay. <laughs> a different day different day different different content um 
so yeah what else what i did i actually did write down uh some questions like mm-hmm. why didn't when they were in the world of calling it uh of like pulling everything out why didn't they just call it a holiday play because I think the word holiday was offensive to some people. You know, the scene oh. where um, they have everybody with the caps on. And we're going to say some words. Yes. Camel. Yes. <laughs> in that scene where they go through that list of words. And it's, I mean, my, I have a few in there. Like, I mean, being, you know, stupid wop dago and all these other horrible things. And then there was the one woman who was offended. Wasn't she offended by the word sand, Gabby? Sand. Sand. <laughs> oh, that one lady. Yes. Oh yeah. my god. That was the other one. Chair. <laughs> um. So, in other words, I, it kind of sets all that up as well. It's like, yes. what, what words can we do? Lose the mistletoe, right? Lose the mistletoe. <laughs> There's that a star. A star is offensive. <laughs> To non-Christians. I'm like, ah! non-Christians. Not the Jewish community. <laughs> the problem is, is that between Gabrielle and I, we can quote all the episodes collectively. Because not only, yes, we have the album. Um, and that, that I know Gabby listened to it with my father every ride home from college. I oh, know yeah, that's yeah. true. Yes. Um, we also have the DVD. If you remember those DVDs. Oh, God, I love yes. those. Yes, yes, <laughs> which I, I think it features like the first six Christmas episodes. Oh, there's, all, there's like nine episodes. On yeah, it goes TV. up to Critter Christmas. Critter Christmas, right. Oh my God, Critter Christmas. Oh <laughs> my God, Critter Christmas is so... Like, okay, so... It's iconic, okay? <laughs> I mean... That's a word for it, sure. Yeah. South Park is one of those shows where, like, I'm surprised it's still being made today with everything that's been going on. But mm-hmm. the shit that they got away with... and But, like, they're doing it in the guise of, like, this is parody, this is satire, this is this. Um, there was also another controversy that they were part of for this the Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo and that oh. is and that is because I'm gonna fuck this last name up John Crickfalsey who was hmm. the creator of the Ren and Stimpy show created this character called Nutty the Friendly Dump <laughs> what I grew up watching Ren and Stimpy I who is that so he it's not it's not part of Ren and Stimpy. He was he pitched Nutty the Friendly Dump to Comedy Central where it's a a snowman made of shit basically. Made of <laughs> and, Okay, I could see why this would be a problem. <laughs> and so like they it, it's so fascinating and apparently Matt and Trey never heard of this character so they right. just went along and like nothing really happened. It seems like, like, it seems like them and John were like, kind kind of like buried the hatchet somehow. But like, yes. Do you want to mention Nut- Nutty, the friendly dump? <laughs> Go on YouTube. Somebody find it. Maybe it exists somewhere. I don't know. I think it was just like a sketch and an idea. I don't think there was anything out of it. I don't know. I could be wrong. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um... Do we want to talk? Do we want to like 
talk about Otenenbaum? Pull that bandaid off? Sure, John. I know we let's do it. Let's go. So there's Hitler in this episode. This is in the one in, in season three, everybody. Yeah, Just the Mr. Yeah. Mr. Hanky Christmas Classics, which is also the album. Hmm. They have Hitler sing O Tenenbaum. And all I just wrote down was, why? Like, <laughs> like I thought um, Saddam Hussein was their go-to person like that they made fun of all the time. I, yeah. Which then, I... O Tenenbaum leads into Christmas Time in Hell. And I'm just like, oh, why are you naming all these people? <laughs> Some of these people aren't that bad. That's part of the reason it's funny. Yes. It's like, how do they end up in hell? What what don't we know? And of course, Satan would do a whole big Broadway production number. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, well, what's funny about that one and what makes me laugh is he's singing it in German, right? He's singing Otanenbaum in German. In German, yeah. And even when they continue, the, when he has the, when Hitler has the conversation with Satan, he's just repeating the lyrics. He's not actually saying, like, they're not really having a conversation. But if you listen and you really pay attention, he's just going, oh, he's, he's basically hey, saying. Hello, what's the matter, little guy? <laughs> oh, you weren't, you weren't wrong, Lauren. You guys will recreate it. <laughs> Mad skills, yo. <laughs> what can I say? Um, no, but that's, that is something that, like, as somebody who gets who sings holiday songs starting like mid-october till the beginning of january uh, this last time watching it I, when I was really listening i was like oh my gosh he's just saying the words from the song they're not even really having a conversation he's just talking about the tree and how it was green and you know and how pretty it was in the snow <laughs> way to go hiller so for what it's worth they don't really even have a conversation if that matters to anybody <laughs> i'm sure it does uh in mr hanky's christmas classics do you all have a favorite segment mm. gabby why don't you go first um i would have to probably say cartman's uh oh holy night oh god yes and we why need- we why? need to talk about that. Yeah, why is he your favorite? Why? Well, Cartman is my spirit animal, number one. <laughs> Be careful, Gabrielle. He's anti-Semitic, okay? <laughs> He's my spirit animal in that he... I don't know. It's just like he, he has episodes where he says what everybody else is thinking and can't say out loud. That's what I mean, I guess, to clarify. But okay. also the Oh Holy Night segment of just showing his true colors of his greediness and wanting to take everything for himself i just think it's hysterical so i also think it's hysterical that like once he starts the second verse he doesn't know the lyrics yes that too and the he's angels like all the right so all the right uh, lyrics and he's singing all the wrong ones <laughs> yeah he's like something something, something. <laughs> oh hear the angels something <laughs> behind his voice yes <laughs> Like, yeah, yep, that's that sounds like a typical family holiday Christmas soup de doo. Um, let me see. Do I have a favorite? Let's look. I mean, mine is the uh the dreidel song. Just because oh. it gets so unhinged at the end. <laughs> you know, Mer- Kyle's mom starts talking about uh Courtney Cox. The dad, dad yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, Kyle's Cox. dad, yeah. I, love you. I started singing. <laughs> 
I started singing along with it as it was happening because I was just like, oh, it, it's been a while since I've heard it. Uh-huh. Fun fact I found on IMDb, and I have it up right here. Courtney Cox was flattered that Kyle's dad uh, sings about her, and she thanked Matt and Trey uh, <laughs> at a dinner party, and they forgot all about it. Oh, like, they God. forgot that they wrote it. <laughs> Oops. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, I really enjoy the I saw three ships bit. Oh. It's oh. short. It's short, but I think it gets I, I enjoy Shelly a lot. Mm. As as a younger person, I definitely related to Shelly and all her yeah. feelings all the time. Yes. Especially with the creepy older boyfriend in one of those episodes. I'm like, yeah, that's like all the old men who used to hit on me when I was a kid. Okay! <laughs> but, but I'm fine, everybody. I'm completely fine. Don't worry about it. We're doing it. great. We're doing great. As John and I like to say, we're do- I'm fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> so, no, I enjoy, I mean, first of all, I like the song. I saw three ships. And I mean, I can appreciate wanting to get it right and then having everybody around you do everything possible to make it a you know make it difficult yeah so in have yourself a merry little christmas do you know why there are some characters that just show up or get the little special um uh highlights the the features (laughs) yeah i mean like um miss crabtree in the Mm -hmm. end miss crabtree Mm -hmm. wendy the nurse there's a bunch of others and that's because i, I looked it thought. up i look oh what's your thought before can I, I tell can you I, can i guess you guess is it because the woman who voiced all those characters was no longer involved i don't you, know you are correct yes i win where's my cookie in a way um, <laughs> is she dead because they killed yes. off Crabtree. Uh, the, oh, there you go! Oh my gosh, I know they had to kill off Crabtree at one point. Yes, Mary Kay Bergman unfortunately passed away like in June of 1999. Oh. And so they wanted to they wanted to have like, again, a nice moment to like honor her. And like, it, it happens uh, during the line, happy golden days of yore until the end sorry to get emotional with everyone with south park of all things (laughs) well listen matt and trey have notoriously pretty big hearts for being as kind of goofy as they are i mean if anybody caught the 25th anniversary concert we definitely saw that in action um and certainly we i've seen it in like other projects that they've done where you can really see that they are all about kind of messing around with their best friends when they work Mm-hmm. Six days yeah. to air is exactly that. I'm like, it's six days of them messing around with uh, Bill Hader, and I think Seth Green is a right was is a writer on the show as well. So it's like there's some cool people where I'm like, I can see why things are the way they are. It makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Yeah, and it, it was it. I think that was a nice tribute without making it a tribute. It was like subtle, I think, because very subtle. Obviously, I didn't even think of that at all. So, right, because like this is one of those shows where <laughs> they have like a cast of five people who are doing everybody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mary Kay Bergman was, I guess, the woman. 
mm-hmm. of the cast. The one woman in the cast. Well, because okay, so the characters that are shown are Wendy Testerberger, Sheila Broflowski, Mayor McDaniel's, Mrs. Crabtree, and Leanne Cartman, as well as um, Sharon and Shelley Marsh, Mrs. McCormick, Nurse mm-hmm. Gollum, and Principal Victoria. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she was the woman. Mm-hmm. for a while and then i think i think i was reading that like um somebody else voiced wendy in this and like that was her role for like a couple years mm-hmm. and then it seemed like they just passed it on to other voice actors so yeah yeah because mm-hmm. i think there's something to be said for voice actors potentially getting bored with a project right but like yeah. they created such an iconic voice that now the next one has to copy Exactly. Yeah. That's that is the trade-off, you know. Mm-hmm. If Matt and Trey ever leave, <laughs> the show is fucked. <laughs> I think that'll be the end. You know, we'll have oh, fifty seasons. We'll have fifty seasons of South Park. And the thing of it is, we have to remember is at least with the kids' characters, like the boys' voices. I mean, that's all modified anyway. Right. Like that's not their real voices. I, I, I hate to burst the bubble of anybody who doesn't know um, what. <laughs> those are not their actual voices they do not sound like that in their day-to-day lives sorry and i i also believe like mr hanky the christmas poo the episode was a first of them having live action moments because they had the commercial for the mr oh my god the fighting Oh yes, yes, yes. In the in the uh, the the, I keep wanting to call it the We Sing for Christmas episode because it is very just a montage of Christmas songs, one right after the other. No, but that that one they have the um. That's a live the fighting action frizzy. as well. The yeah, fighting, they both do fighting, fighting frizzies, fighting frizzies, and a fishing me turd out of the toilet. Yes. To play with and dress up like a Mr. Potato Head. Can we talk about how at the end of that, the little girl is just like, I wish daddy was still alive. Yes! <laughs> What's up with that? And, al- I- and also, they originally shot the baby holding the, the turd and eating it, which was ah! chocolate. It's chocolate, everyone. It's of course chocolate. it is, but still. <laughs> but Comedy Central made them cut it. So so we'll just look at, make it look like the kid ate it. <laughs> but like, but like, that I, I I think is the first time because that makes sense that it they is. would then do it later because I remember the Towley one, <laughs> which is which is funny too because at the end of that episode Cartman says something about talking poo is where I draw the line and I just wrote just wait Cartman just wait Cartman <laughs> just wait <laughs> you're in store for a whole lot of crazy shit yeah <laughs> uh, but like if you didn't have to flush a turd out of the toilet would you guys want the mr hanky holiday uh the mr hanky playset you know i'm sitting here and i'm thinking about a project that i did in second grade uh-huh. I, am, I had it gabrielle maybe remembers this if not I, I, i'm gonna tell the story um my mother and i we had to do like a pick an animal and like do a, a research project and again it's second grade whatever so my mom and I made from scratch Play-Doh, homemade Play-Doh otters, sea otters. And they were brown and they had little black eyes and little white claws. And you better believe that half my class thought it was poop. 
remember this. The diorama. You had yes. The, the living um, ecosystem. Yes, the, yes. So my animal was a sea otter. My mother and I painstakingly made the Play-Doh ourselves. Because everybody, just so you know, Gabby and I, our mom is um, a preschool teacher. So this is something that's very much in Louise's wheelhouse. Um, and yes, I, so I did it. John's laughing at me, <laughs> but I did I always, very much experience the, the, the piece of poop in the box that does kind of hit home for me where I was like, it's not poop. And you know, I'm probably seven or eight years old, desperately defending my little sea otter. <laughs> well, so I honestly just thought you remembered a memory you repressed about and i didn't know where you were going with it because i was like <laughs> did lauren paint the walls of their bathroom with her poop is that where we're going with the story no i did pee once on the floor when i was three as an act of defiance after gabby was born but outside of that i can't say i've done anything with bodily fluids at my parents house out on long island <laughs> you're welcome john you can edit that out if you want <laughs> I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I'm questioning if if I want to use it as a quote or not. You can. It's a true story. My mother likes to tell it to people every once in a while, and I'm th- going to be 33 in a couple of weeks. So, just so you know, it's she's, it's, it's still discussed. Years. It's been 30 years, and it's still happening. <laughs> I do have to say though, I forgot that Chef also knew. Mr. Hanky, like that's the reveal at the end. Yes. And I was like, of course Chef does. Of course Chef knows who Mr. Hanky is. He's not well, from there, you know. He's not from South Park. So that helps. Chef? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We find that out actually maybe an episode or two later. Um, uh, Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. And you find out that Chef like had just moved to town like 10 years prior to the series beginning. So Chef's not from South Park. I'm just saying. Yes. Well, because I was like, of course, like, before I knew that it was Chef, I was like, somebody else in this town must know who Mr. Henke is. Because, like, the town, the town's population seems to fluctuate. (laughs) Small to smaller. Yes. Small, small smallish, biggish, medium. Um... I think we blasted through all of I what my stuff. What, uh, Gabby? What did you write down that you want to talk about? Hmm. I was talk. I actually took note of the opening scene of Mister Hanky the Christmas Pooh when they're trying to put on the Birth of Jesus play when uh-huh. all of that unravels and starts the mayhem shit of the town. Um, how Wendy is <laughs> mimicking labor pains of Mary. <laughs> And telling uh um, oh. what was it was he telling uh, Stan to hold the baby by the legs instead like the proper way to hold the baby that was so <laughs> messed up it was it was <laughs> it was it w- I was just like oh they, like I also don't know how that baby popped out of her no I don't know either <laughs> You hear a popping sound too when it ejects yes. from her. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Randy, I'm still not believing the choice. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. I had no idea how what to say because I was just like, "What?" 
Because it's like watching a car accident happening in front of you. Yeah. I also have a question now that you bring this up. Why was <laughs> Sheila Bravlovsky there in the first place? Because. What was she just doing at the school? Because. Does it have to be a reason? I mean, I need a moment before. What was she doing there? Was she like, was she there with Ike? I don't know. So, I mean, it feels like anytime something happens that Sheila Brofosky doesn't like, it's like a spidey sense, and then she just shows up. <laughs> right place at the right time. Yes. Okay, fine. I'm fine. I'll buy into that. Yes. Great. Because it's a cartoon, Lauren, and anything can happen. <laughs> It's I a cartoon, Lauren. It's a cartoon where in the Mr. Hanky <laughs> Christmas Classics episode, Jesus Christ and Santa Claus, two very fictional characters, fight me on it all you want, everyone. Oh, Sing a duet of a Christmas medley. Yeah, it's so good though. Where there's all these Jesus songs and only one Santa song, and then <laughs> I just enjoy that he's sitting there. It's my turn now. <laughs> Poor, poor Santa. What and then you have to start singing the when the weather outside is frightful just to make Santa feel better. There's only one Santa song. It's only Jesus song. Although, I pose this question to the two of you. Do you think that was a bit that was part of their routine, their their um, medley? Because, like, obviously they're at the, they're at the bar for mm-hmm. probably a couple of nights. Let's say <laughs> they have a residency. They have a residency there. <laughs> you would, I mean, I I thought it was part of the routine. That's how I see it. Also, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay good money to see Jesus Christ and Santa Claus sing a medley of songs about <laughs> themselves. And the only reason why that's not on the album is because it uh, licensing. Oh. No, but instead we get such hits as the most offensive Christmas song ever. And, um, oh, a Swiss Colony Beef Log. How could we forget about that? Oh, um, the song about uh, Kenny with uh, the Virgin Mother. That's what that- I, that, yes, that's why it's called the most offensive Christmas song. Oh, that's what that one is? Oh, I didn't That know is it. why mom did not like that CD. Because yes. she did not like the connotation of that was gifted to the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my god let's talk about the album for a hot second since <laughs> and then we'll answer your question i'm sorry is there a song on the album that is not in the episode you wish was in the episode because we've got dead 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 i love that one personally oh, that's dad's favorite is dead, i know dead, dead. i know it happened in sun valley what the hell child is this <laughs> yep that's chef and that version of what child is this? <laughs> Santa Claus is on his way. Swiss Colony Beef Log. Well, yeah. Hark do... the Herald Angels Sing. Which mm-hmm. was that? That so was we get we get um Santa Claus is on his way in that first episode that we we're talking about. Uh-huh. Yes. And then we get the Hark the Herald Angels Sing in Merry Christmas, Charlie Manson. Yes. When uh... they all sing, yes. Yes. When so, he's out of so... jail. Yeah, yes. so they're in other episodes. Like they do make their way. Um, I would love either Dead, 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 um, the entirety of um, I'm a Jew, a lonely Jew on Christmas, um, or I mean, I think Swiss Colony Beef Long's a banger. I think it should be a thing. I, I always wish that that was in an episode too. The Swiss Colony Beef Long. Oh, you're so, okay. I see because it ha- it's Kyle. 
Because Kyle does sing the Lonely Jew on Christmas in Mr. Henke, the Christmas Pooh. Yes, yes. But there's a whole other verse where he kind of reconciles the fact that he's a Jew on Christmas. Where, like, there's another singer that comes in and is like, hey, little boy, this is the one time of year you should be. Yes, thank you. Neil Tye and Neil Diamond. Well, can can I just say on the album that I have, that I bought on iTunes, everyone, not sponsored. Please sponsor me, iTunes. The artist credited for the Lonely Jew on Christmas is Kyle Broflosky with special celebrity guest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it's Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond, yep. <laughs> there you go. Currently so, the hit composer of a new Broadway musical. You're welcome. So Swiss Colony Beef Lug is the one that we all want. Yes. Or that you guys want. I don't know this album as well. Oh, you'll enjoy Swiss Colony Beef Log. It doesn't make any, it doesn't fit in anything with anything that we've talked about at all whatsoever, other than Cartman really just wants his Swiss Colony Beef Log for Christmas. From Grandma. From Grandma. (laughs) It sounds, is it innuendo? No, he's really talking about like Harry and David's Swiss Colony Beef Log. Yes, it's just like a log of what meat and cheese like in a brick. Yeah. There's nothing about it that's sexual, John. It's it's Cartman. He's he doesn't kind of get to that point until later, and even then, he freaks out about all of that stuff. Anyways, oh my god, this is yes. amazing! <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Dang it! <laughs> and Kenny McCormick and Mr. Hanky sing the most offensive Christmas song, the yes. most offensive song ever. Yes, it is. I'm it's so pretty sorry. offensive, especially it's, when you look up the yeah. lyrics that are muffled. Yes. I'm so excited for all yes. this. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy <laughs> holiday season. Um, is there anything else, Gabrielle, that you wanted to like bring up? Or Lauren? That's okay. Gabby can go first. I'm cool. No, I'm I'm thinking you can go. No, this is Darcy. We're being nice to each other. It's because it's the holidays. No, it's because I'm here. That's also probably true. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, 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 no. It's all good. Um, let's see. Oh goodness, there was. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I think what's cool is I often forget that Matt and Trey are actually kind of musical geniuses in a lot of ways. Period. <laughs> full stop. Um, we we see it certainly on full display with like. There, what I think is a really kind of beautiful and ridiculous musical theater tribute in um, the movie, uh, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. But we kind of see it here a little bit, too. I mean, they had to write Kyle's mom a bitch, is a bitch, um, and Santa Claus is on his way. Like, they had to write some of these songs themselves. And, you know, they were probably in their mid-20s figuring this out. So... And the I'm fact here. that they got Mark Shaman. yeah. To write songs for a Mr. Hanky Christmas classic, Mr. Hanky Christmas <laughs> classic is amazing. Which also he makes a cameo in the episode as the accompanist in the Christmas medley with Jesus I and Santa. I thought so. You clearly were like, you are somebody because they cut back to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which makes sense now. I feel dumb because I'm like, why do they keep going back to that guy? I don't get it. <laughs> I want to see Santa and Jesus, damn it. I want to see them punch each other out. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I don't get what I really want for Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> 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 no, but I think that we 
have to talk about that because like this is the stuff that like sets these two guys up for the next this is what 97 is the first one 1997 is 25 years ago 25 years ago this december this is when all this initially premiered and if they're and if the true six day to air thing was happening that means that they were writing it yeah, almost exactly 25, you know, years ago. How is this going to be? What's this going to look like? I, I believe this was also the season that they would, because didn't they still use construction paper for the first season? Yeah. You can see the difference over the, the stills years. stills of the mouths and the shapes, and yeah. you could tell by the animation that it was slower and, like, less advanced, so to speak. Because, <laughs> well, like... It's true. Like... Years later, they did a behind the scenes talking about the six days that they would take to conceive, write, execute, release an episode. And to think about like that in that episode, because I believe they were doing like Human Sentai Pad was the one that they were focusing yeah. on that episode. It was either that or it was the election episode. It's the same season. One of the election well, episodes. But one, one of those. But, like, even Mr. Henke's Christmas Classics, like, that is probably the earliest forms of digital animation that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they make fun of it um, later on when they decide, uh, what is it? It's a the, it's a bad Christmas episode where the town's all sad and whatever. It's sometime in season four. I forget the name of it. Um, but they do make fun of the whole we're gonna make our own christmas special thing and they show yes. the boys with the little faces and they had to put the lips on for we woo. oh <laughs> yes and then oh my and then yes the kyle oh no cartman sneezes on it and ruins it and they have to start over <laughs> <laughs> so they do even early on kind of make fun of what the original process was and how eventually they just ship it off to um I believe it's like somewhere somewhere in in uh, Asia to for them Korea. to take care of it. Yes, Korea. they don't even specify which which one is just Korea because <laughs> they because they they be, in that they basically do the very first thing that Matt and Trey ever did exactly. Which it was it was like pre pilot. Yes. It was like their pitch. Yes, mm-hmm. where that is where. Uh, Jesus made his first appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Santa, right? Isn't that, wait, isn't that the whole point of that episode where Jesus and Santa are fighting? Mm, no. There is an episode later where Santa, where Jesus saves Santa. Well, that's about the Iraqis and, mm-hmm. and oh. South Park and Cartman trying to save Chris. Cartman tries to bring Christmas to the Iraqis and things go bad. Red Sleigh Down. That's it, Red Sleigh Down. <laughs> that's also Dad's favorite episode. They shock Santa's balls. <laughs> That's why it's Dad's favorite line in the whole bloody series. I had to do it. Sorry. This show goes oh. places. Like we could spend hours quoting and talking about it. Well, that's what's kind of wonderful about it. I mean, the show has been on the air for 25 years. You know, they just had their big celebration um, up over at Red Rock. And it, it's really kind of incredible, like that it has had this kind of sustainability over all these years. Like, there's been enough material for them to talk about. I was say, they right. keep one of people for years. Are you kidding? I know. I know. Especially, and then of course, I mean, we have to talk about the downfall. Do, do we want to talk about the downfall of Mr. Hankey in later years? 
Where Mr. Um, Hanky well, become? So, do you yeah, want to bring it up, Trevor? Or not? Well, so Mr. Hank, I mean, these were the only th- these were the two episodes I picked because they were the ones that had the the musical Music. side of things, which is the conceit of this podcast. But like, yes, Mr. Hanky, Mr. Hanky actually was their first character that everyone like the first non-main character that everyone quoted yeah as i was reading um there was no play set but they did make like a plushie or like a or like a, a pillow or something of him but yes mr hanky comes back during the one that i have in mind is when he when they do sorcerer's apprentice from fantasia where he <laughs> where he they're doing like a um a oh festival. you're during the film festival Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he the brings shit everywhere. Yes, 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 yes. But like, I he I I remember there's an episode after that where he has a family and he becomes an alcoholic. Yes, his wife's well, no, an, his alcoholic. Wife's an alcoholic. Yes, <laughs> so they all live in this like little like cardboard house in the sewer, and they have three children: right. Cornwallis, Simon, and Amber. The fact. <laughs> You knew, I gotta, I gotta applaud you. The fact that you knew that, just like, bam, this is my knowledge. It's impressive. That's pathetic, is what it is. No, it's very impressive. Not under these circumstances. This is very impressive. But is there one after that? Yeah, very recently. Um, oh. Where yes, they turn Mr. Hanky into. Um, Oh my goodness, I can't think of the justice's name, but I can see his fucking face. <gasps> no. Yes. No. What, what season was this? Recently. Like, this is in the last three years. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. Oh, God, what is his name? Kavanaugh! He, he, they turn him into Brett Kavanaugh, and, they're, and he's, it's very bad. Oh, it's so bad. But you're watching, and you're cringing the whole time, because it's like, oh, Mr. Hankey, oh my, oh my God, Mr. Hankey, he's done some terrible things. And then they have to um, write him off. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. So that's why, like, watching these episodes now, I'm like, oh, these were simpler times. <laughs> seemingly, seemingly simpler times. Not necessarily actually simpler, but I mean, oh my God. perception is everything. <clears throat> oh poor mr hanky yeah everybody is there... kind of takes a beating <laughs> is there anything else we want to talk about before we get to sharp and flat we did I'm... the demise of mr hanky we... <laughs> we, teased... we teased the movie because we we're not here to talk about the movie today no 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 but it does like I, I think it's just important to kind of point out that one thing does lead to another, which is really kind of cool. Well, I mean, also that whole episode, not just the song, the whole episode leads to them being like, let's write a movie musical now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then which led to, to let's, which led to let's write more musicals. Let's write Book of Mormon. Let's write mm-hmm. uh cannibal. Let's write this. Let's write that. Like, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. They did that one episode is the catalyst for the rest of their careers. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think it's kind of cool to take note of. I mean, whether you're a fan of South Park or not, it, it is like again, these are some really talented people yes. <laughs> who kind of who, who I, from what I understand, don't come from wealth. 
So they're not like, I think the word that we're using is a Nepo babies. Um, they're not anything like that. Nothing was really kind of handed to them. And they're like, I mean, it's like some cool stuff happened. I don't right. know. And I, uh, um, oh shoot, my brain is just totally shot. Give me a second. If I think of it, I'll say. Great. Let's get into the Shrap and Flat, shall we? Shrap Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it can change, it's flat. And this one was very difficult for me because I was just enjoying both episodes that I forgot (laughs) to write anything down. (laughs) So um, who wants to go first with their sharps? Okay, I'm going to, you know what? Here's me. I'm sharpening both episodes. There's no flats because like, Really, what I would think is flat-worthy is them making a comment on something. I get, Oh, wait, no. Fuck that. Scratch that. The flat is Otenenbaum. I don't. <laughs> I, I lied. I lied. I lied on my to own give podcast. Hitler a pass, it's fine. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> what? I'm not wrong. I'm not, I'm not giving Hitler a pass. So. That's what I'm saying. Gabby, what are your sharps? Sharps for me would have to, in terms of music or just any anything, like, anything I, at I like all. The, I like the sharps would be the scene with Mr. Mackey and Kyle when he's going to his therapy session in the first episode, yes. talking about his fecophilia and throwing poop at Cartman. That would be a that would definitely be a sharp, a sharp for me. <laughs> We didn't even talk about his Carol the Bells, which like oh, we still can. My God, that was just so good. It's <laughs> so dumb, but I loved every second of it. Uh, I'm so Is glad that, that Mr. Mackey got a song, and of course, it would be Carol the Bells. Well, what's what's cool about it too is that almost all of us, at some point or other, have sung that exact arrangement of Carol the Bells a cappella. So. It hits. It hits right here. It's not my heart. It's like just the the, the other the side, side. Like the left side of the left side of my heart. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Bye. Gabby, what else do you have <laughs> as sharps? I'm gonna get in so much trouble later. <laughs> you really are, but that's okay. Oh, don't worry. I I'm already editing this in my brain. I know what I'm doing. So. Hmm. Uh, we already discussed. Um, you could talk. I mean, you could sharp something we talked. We talked about. I was gonna say, um, Chef's inappropriate song at the non-Christmas musical, like the most offensive. <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It's just too good, too much. After like ripping apart Christmas, and then you just throw in like this offensive song about sex in front of a fireplace at a children's play like perfect where else would you put it there wouldn't put it anywhere else and i think it was their way of just trying to kind of smack people in the face that get offended like by like that separation (laughs) of religion and christmas (laughs) lauren what are your sharps that's a great question. There's so much. There is just so much. Um, if I'm going to be specific, however, um, I do appreciate a good Christmas medley episode where we kind of get a little bit smattering of everybody, a smattering of everything. That's always really kind of nice. 
I appreciate that they kind of parody and satire, satirize, there's the word I'm looking for. Um, satirize? Wait. No, satirize. Okay. Thank you. Mm. Um, Here to help. In, thank you. I, I appreciate you. How they handle, there you go, I'll use that word for today. How they handle um, all the other Christmas move, like the Christmas episodes and things like that, that they're making fun of and that they're pulling from. And it's, it's obvious, you know, so even like somebody who has, you know, you know, if you've never seen South Park before, you're gonna be like, oh, no, that's, that's uh, Charlie Brown. That's this, that's that. The Grinch. Uh, the Grinch. Yes, there's a lot. Yes, of course. How can you forget about the Grinchy poo, right? Grinchy poo, cutting the, gris- cutting the Christmas poo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Forgot about that. That's funny. I think that's actually a different episode altogether, Gabrielle. I think that's yeah. Christmas Charlie Manson, which we're not talking about. I know, but, but still, I why not? <laughs> it's okay. Man. They all rent. You know what it is? Is that? Yeah, and the other thing is, like, it's very easy to watch them all back to back to back and kind of mm-hmm. like lose track of which what's in which episode. Right. Um, I think I already kind of said like the fact they were pushing the boundaries of the song, like Kyle's mom's Kyle's mom's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Even or this early on, you know, it's the first yes. season and it's a brand. It's kind of a new network. Uh, how's this gonna go? <laughs> Yes, so they were airing it at, you know, 10 o'clock at night on, like, a Tuesday or something. So it wasn't, like, prime real estate um, on the television docket, so to speak. And uh, people people were watching it. And I was saying people, um, like, our parents were watching it. I remember them watching the first season when I was, like, eight years old. Like, that was, they always thought that, like, no, you can't hear that. And I'm like, I definitely heard some things that have... I'm going to have to sit and think about what I heard that I didn't understand, but I heard things. <laughs> uh, do you have any flats, anyone? I said mine is Otenenbaum. Or at least just like the making Hitler a character. I I think I would rather not have him. Like, I know that that's like erasing history and of course he's going to be in hell, but like maybe have him be like a, a cameo instead of having a whole song. I would say the people, some of the people that they include in Christmas time in hell, I question and I just wonder why. And these people like in history that you think these are good people. It's like, like Lauren brought up earlier. What did they do mm-hmm. like behind the curtain to make them be put in there? Or just let's just throw these people in there just because like Princess Diana or yes. like. I was just about to bring her up because I was like, right. why is she here? Yeah, I did. I was thinking in my head, like history, what did she do? I'm like, I can't imagine or think like. She had an affair. There, be, be put there. She had an what? affair while married to a, the prince, but like, okay. So yeah. did he. So yeah, he, I don't think he cheated on her too. Yeah, they yes. were cheating on each other. It, it, it cancels out. We've <laughs> all seen Diana the musical. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, let's not. I love it, Gabby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but was that is that it, or do you have any other flats for either? That's my biggest flat. But like people like Jeffrey Dahmer, okay, I understand why he was in the in the in the hell basket with the rest of them. So, <laughs> Lauren, do you have any flats? I think the one thing that kind of bothers me is that they just kind of throw kyle into the insane asylum mm. it's his friends who check him in it's not even his family and these are yes. like these are supposed to be eight-year-old boys right they're kids yeah but they literally get away with murder 
I, on this well, show. We, yes, I know. Okay, but you're, you're asking me what my flats are. True. Okay. <laughs> and as an adult watching it, I'm like, huh, that seems like a miss. Did you notice when they check him in in the corner, there's like a kid with his eyes crossed and his tongue sticking out? Yes. I mean, I'm like, I was like, wow, that's that's pretty messed up. Yeah. Oh, that- <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh. Hell's Hospital, there's like a kid, like, I don't know, he looked like he was, I don't know, beaten with like a, like a, a rock or something. And he was like unconscious with his eyes crossed. I noticed that too when we were watching them. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would that would honestly be my one like flat is I'm just like I this is an interesting stance on mental health. Um, I know it only lasts a whopping two minutes, if that. But like watching the way Mr. Hank, not Mr. Hanky, Mr. Mackie handles that whole situation. Yes, it's a yes. little upsetting. I mean, I think you know Cartman reacted appropriately. I think Mr. Garrison acted reacted appropriately. I think the counselor was a very bad i don't think mr Mackey's a very good counselor there i said it <laughs> but uh, but also i think um with them with them taking him i'm not defending it but like i think with them taking kyle to the institution is more a comment on mental health in a way because all they ask is like is he allergic to any medication and they say no and then they just whisk him away yep jacket <laughs> So yep. I think that's more what they're trying to convey rather than, you know, anyone can check you in or, or yes. It could be both. Could be both. Yes. Especially because they all come back for him, which is kind of, I guess, nice. Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, Matt and Trey are entering the, the chat. Yay! God, I wish. Um, <laughs> Is, w- no, but the music is great, and like it, it's it hits a lot of nice, funny points, and I, I'm not mad at any of the tunes, really no. not. So I think we like almost all of them, and I'm gonna deviate what the question is on the outline and ask: Are there songs you would not add to your life's playlist out of these from these two episodes? Hmm. Cause like I don't think I'm gonna add O Tenenbaum just because I know who sings it, and I won't I won't add uh, Christmas Time in Hell just because it's like it it is a fun song, but like I don't I think I want to watch it in episode. I don't want to watch I don't want to listen to it outside of it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't really think there's anything else that like I would not listen to on its own. I would probably get rid of the shortened version of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Okay. I see that. <laughs> That's just me personally. No, I don't I don't like the most offensive Christmas song. Not for the meaning. I just thought it was like silly to even put that in there. Like oh. Unless- oh no, I'm talking yeah. about like what what's in the episodes that we oh, what's not on in- the album. Yes. Oh, what you meant oh. I'd have to agree with you on the we wish you a Merry Christmas portion then. <laughs> no, I would. Yay, power of numbers. Why? I just thought it was short, like you said. That's all. Kind of silly, so to speak. Okay, then. Everyone, we did it. We talked about two episodes of South Park in one episode of a podcast. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Whopping 45 minutes of programming? Basically. Yes. <laughs> A lot to, well, it's a lot to uh, break down when you think about it. 
It, it, it was. And we had a good, I, I think this was a good conversation to talk about. Um, so that's it. We did it. Is there any uh, anything y'all would like to plug or promote? Lauren? <laughs> Lauren, what are you doing, Lauren? Lauren, what are you I doing mean... with your life? I mean, you can find me caroling around the city um, the next couple of weeks um, from whenever you listen to this until the beginning of 2023. Uh, I'll be gallivanting around in Victorian garb. You might see me. You can come find me if you want. I'm singing with the Jolly Holidays. Um, Other than that, it's like this is the, you know, just heads down, work hard, and then go on vacation in January kind of mentality, Ramat. Yes. Nice. (laughs) Gabby, is there anything you'd like to plug or promote? Well, I will be doing another cello recital in a couple of weeks that I will be recording actually this week. So we're going to be going live in the middle of December. Fingers crossed that all that goes well and everybody puts their submissions in and then We'll be going live, live for real in front of people in the spring. So that'll be exciting. Too. Ooh, that's so yeah, exciting. like in front of real people, like <laughs> people. It'll be totally bizarre. It'll be cool, weird. Like, like it's a concert, like a real concert, like in front of like live, like a live audience. That's so amazing! Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and well, if you want to talk more about South Park with me or want to get in touch with these ladies about their adventures, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Tell me your history with Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. Um, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, funnily enough, we're doing the Star Wars holiday special, everyone. Yes! <laughs> Lauren, Gabby, this has been fun. Thank you so yes. much for coming on to... Give us a little peek behind the curtain of the Gismondi household. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, I'm texting your mom right now saying all the things that you said. Uh, (laughs) She already knows. So go for it. (laughs) Uh, And everyone have a happy and safe holidays and bye for now. Bye y'all. Bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.